76ers absolutely demolished the Atlanta Hawks in game two by a final score of 118 to 102. The Sixers even up the series at one. Joel Embiid is an absolute monster. Ben Simmons clamps Trey Young and the Sixers get an unexpected spark off of the bench to help pull the game away. What is going on everybody? RB here. Welcome back to Philly Take with RB. You know what to do. Smash the like. Hit the subscribe and ding that notification bell so you are instantly notified whenever I upload or go live. Usually we're on the play-by-plays every game and we have been covering the entire playoffs throughout the channel. But last night, took a little trip down to Wells Fargo and shout out to my guys DJ Eastwood, Run It Back Philly and Philly Chase. They were awesome, man. Really cool dudes and I enjoyed watching the game with them and it was just cool seeing you know a lot of the sights and the experiences and um, shout out to the few of you that also came up to me or DJ um, and said what's up you guys are truly amazing what a game what an environment the Wells Fargo was bumping it was lit you know just whether it's MB going to the line and, and everybody chanting MVP whether it's everybody telling Tony Brothers that he sucks at his job whether it was Shake Milton coming in and, and knocking down a huge shot and everybody's just going crazy what an environment man if you have the ability to go to a playoff game or even just a Sixers game you should want to go, and because you're going to look back and say, I wished I saw Joel Embiid play. This guy is unreal, man. Like, seeing it up close, right in front of your face, it's surreal, and the crowd loves him. The players feed off the crowd. The crowd feeds off the players. It is a truly amazing environment, um, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RBPhillyTake if you want to see some of the pictures and videos I took um, of us behind the scenes stuff. So go ahead and check that out. But look, man, Sixers got it done. This was the Sixers team I expected to step up. And you know what? I'm going to go back to my prediction in five games. Because if you remember in my preview video, I said, okay, the Sixers will win in five if Joel Embiid looks healthy, right? If he looks fully healthy, if he can do all the normal things he does. And then I said, the Sixers will win in seven if he's kind of banged up and misses a game or two. Let me tell you something right now. From seeing it in front of my face, Joel Embiid is unreal, man. He is absolutely unreal. A 40-piece out of Joel, 13 for 25 from the field, 12 for 16 from the line. Everybody feeding off this guy, and he just loves it, man. He's absolutely unreal. 13 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and a block. And, you know, last night, Jokic got announced MVP. Joel even talked about it after the game, saying it was disappointing. Well, I actually think it's good because he wasn't going to win it anyway because he missed too many games. Now he's going to use this as motivation and just keep getting hungrier. But, yo, off of one leg, essentially, I, I'm like, I forget Joel has a torn meniscus. I really do because he looks that good. He looks sharp. He's, he's just doing all the normal things. And because he's able to do that, like I said on my original prediction, I'm going to go back to Sixers and Five. Told you guys the Hawks would not shoot 23s a game. I told you the Sixers would not miss 10 more free throws than the Atlanta Hawks. Those were just uncharacteristic things. Now, don't get me wrong. The Hawks still have great three-point shooting. They're still hungry and this and that. But the Sixers are the overall more skilled roster. And we're just the better team, right? We have the experience. We're the better team. And last night was, you know, imitating what I thought this series would be like. <clears throat> so, shout out to them, man. Um... But I, I have to start this with Shake Milton, okay? Because 
call it what you want. Maybe we coin this as the Shake Milton revival game. This dude was amazing, man. Shake Milton was absolutely crazy. He comes off the bench with 14 points. Now, as soon as he got subbed in, me, DJ, Philly Chase, we put our head in our hands. We were just, we were moaning and complaining. We were talking to the guys around us in our section. They're like, yo, calm down. Shake's gonna, he's gonna finally get going. And we're like, why are you putting Shake Milton in the game? First and foremost, Doc had a good game. He adjusted. And this is the thing, right? Doc is listening. He is listening because in the past, he would take way too long to adjust. Now he'll have a bad game, but you can tell he's listening, right? You can tell because first off, he makes the adjustment that I love. Furkan Korkmaz misses a couple shots. He comes right out of the game, does not come back in. And that was a great adjustment from Doc. And I thought, you know, I've been saying that needs to happen. If Furkan doesn't have it, get him out of there. What else did he do? He didn't bring the all-bench lineup in. He left Tobias in. He left Ben and Joe in. Like... He did not go with the all-bench lineup, and, well, we've been yelling at him for how how long now? And he went and followed suit, and it helped us out in the end. And he just did other things. I uh, thought Doc made good adjustments, and obviously with Shake Milton. Now, people on Twitter are trying to say this was like a, a season-saving move. Maybe it was. Um, they're saying it was so intelligible by Doc Rivers. Let's be honest, okay? No, it wasn't. Doc got lucky. Doc got lucky, but... I have to give him credit for going with his gut instinct. He took Tyrese Maxey off the floor. Maxey didn't get a lot of minutes. He didn't get anything in the third quarter. He brought Shake Milton in, and Shake just absolutely exploded. Now, in addition to the 14 points, 5 for 8 from the field for Shake Milton, what I saw was the Shake Milton from earlier this season. Actually, the Shake that I went out on a limb and said would be six-man-of-the-year Shake Milton. He was confident finding his spots on the floor. He was letting it fly from deep, and he just looked like a new man. Maybe he's taking it personal that he doesn't have a spot in the rotation anymore. And listen to this. I would go as far to say this, and maybe this is a hot take. Record it, write it down, whatever. I think Doc Rivers is going to go with Shake Milton at the first substitution next game. I think Shake has earned his minutes back from last night. Would I personally do that? No. But will Doc Rivers? I just have a gut feeling he will. I have a gut feeling he will. But Shake was the spark plug that we needed off the bench. Our bench had no points in the first half compared to 32 for the Hawks. We needed some production, and Shake Milton came in and absolutely got it done. Um, and he expanded the lead from eight to however many up we went. Um, and, and Shake was the man. Shake was the man, and I got to give him credit because he looked really good. Now, Sixers came out. And, you know, they went on a, on a huge start in this game. And a main part of that was because of Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris had 16 in the first quarter, 11 for 19 from the field for the game, 22. He kind of went quiet the rest of the game. I feel like it didn't run that much through Tobias Harris, but six rebounds, four assists. Tobias had an overall good game. Um, and I liked his, I, I just liked his overall game. And this is what we continually expect from Tobias. And that's what he gave us, the 20, 22 points. That was enough for me. And he, he kind of set the precedent for the rest of this game like he came out and he showed that we weren't um gonna mess around with our food he showed that we were business right and he came out right away and did his thing seth curry unbelievable man eight thir eight for 13 from the field five for six from deep his shot seeing it in real life for the first time it was it's so structured like it, it's just money man it just looks so good to be honest 21 points from seth and let me tell you something Seth Curry's been on a run throughout these playoffs, and if he can continually give us 20 points, like, we have a shot at beating anybody. Seth Curry's a huge key, especially with a guy like Danny Green, who went one for five from three. He's been struggling. 
he's got to really find his spot here in the playoffs hasn't really done so yet but Seth Curry has stepped up and he's playing really well man and if he can somehow keep up this hot stretch we have a good shot of beating anybody I touched on Joel there's not much more else to say like on both ends of the floor even on the pick and rolls right I thought our pick and roll defense stepped up a lot this game and that was another adjustment we needed to make right we were switching we were coming up and stuffing the ball handler Joel got caught a couple times in between one time Capella threw it down on him Joel went down the other end and threw it down one hand he's just unreal man he's doing crossover step backs he's isolating i joel Embiid is just unreal and you know like i said years years down the road we're gonna look back and say Embiid-esque like this dude is that special and he's gonna take us where we need to go ben simmons what do i say so ben simmons his defensive play in this game was one of the top reasons we won this game he absolutely clamped trey young Another thing I've been saying, which I said in a preview video, use a combination of Ben Simmons and Matisse Thibel and absolutely pest the heck out of Trey Young. Just be a pest all game, right up in his face, in his ear. And Trey Young actually started to get passive in this game because he was dishing it off too much to Kevin Herter and Bogdanovich. And those guys played well, right? Like Bogdanovich had 14, Herter had uh, 20 off the bench, Gallinari had 20 off the bench. And, you know, I still don't expect some of them role players to get 20 points a game, but they were playing well. John Collins was all four for 11 from the field trey young was six for 16 one for seven from deep with 21 points he started to just pass it off because he could not do anything ben simmons defense was amazing he clamped trey young that's what we need him to do took him out of the game and matisse steibel when he came in as well ben had two steals and a block and matisse came in um and, and he was just all over all over trey young he, he had a bucket um, kept himself in this game and Matisse did a lot of things that didn't really show up on the box score but he was just all over there was one possession I remember um, where Matisse was just all over Trey and he, Trey was trying to get the ball back um, after dishing it off the herder and he couldn't even get it back like Matisse was just all over him and, and Ben honestly he just took Trey out of the game and one thing that I will go by in the series that I really liked was when I said Trey Young is the energizer bunny of this Hawks team, right? You take him out mentally, you take out the flow of the Atlanta Hawks. And they got a lot of tough buckets on a lot of tough shots. But tr taking Trey out of this game, taking him off the floor, essentially, was just, it, it was it was great. And it carried throughout the rest of the defensive scheme. But Ben Simmons, other than the defense, on the offensive side, it was just, it was inexcusable. It's ugly. Uh, he had four points, three rebounds, seven assists. He just kept dishing it off. There was times, right, that the Sixers started out really hot in this game. Then the Atlanta Hawks started to come back. And well, let's take a pause in this as we go on our one-minute rant about the uh, the officials. I really feel that the officials changed the momentum of this game. Late first, early second. Tony Brothers, Scott Foster. It was just atrocious, man. It, it was terrible. They were calling ticky foul, tacky foul. It, it was like, come on, bro. Let them play. Get off the whistles. There was about three of those these plays where Matisse Thibel was on Trey Young and they blew the whistle late and it's like we're looking at the replay on, on the big board it's like come on man there was one where they caught it late on Joel Embiid there was one where Ben Simmons literally set a screen and got called for a foul and everybody throughout the arena refs you suck like we were just going nuts um 
the officiating is bad it's bad every game i don't know why i keep talking about it for a minute every video um but just because i got to see it, it you know in front of me it was crazy man um and and the rest were just bad they were just bad once again on both sides but some of these terrible fouls on the six like if you remember that play from game one with matisse and trey there were about three of those this game and well it is what it is it, it was terrible but anyway back to ben simmons on the offensive side there is no excuse for having three shot attempts okay the atlanta hawks came back in this game they ended up actually retaking the lead and well they were just fighting right back and i feel like they got right back into it and we needed a guy like ben to step up and be aggressive he wasn't doing so don't give me this formula how he created 39 points of offense now he could have been more aggressive he wasn't but his defense was key in winning this game and i'll take that if you can take Trey Young out of the game, fine, I'll take that. In the future, though, against some of these other juggernauts like the Nets, Ben's going to have to step up and be more aggressive on the offensive side. There's nothing else. Like, there was actually one possession um, where we were laughing because Ben was in the dunker spot on Lou Williams, and he just wasn't going for it. And there were a couple offensive rebounds, you know, seeing it right there. I thought Ben could have at least tried to go up and get, but it's just who he is, just the type of player he is. But again, his defense helped win us this game, and I will take that. The bench was eh. In the first half, they were non-existent. Tyrese Max, he was 0 for 2. He might lose his minutes now because, again, he took him out. Doc, I feel like, might rock with Shake Milton. Furkan airballed twice. I was telling him he sucked. Uh, Matisse Stiebel's defense was great. Not a lot that showed up on the box score. It was great. Dwight Howard came in and just did what Dwight Howard had to do. Six points. He was a little energy spark there. George Hill, I thought, was again slow. Maybe it's time to start having a conversation about George Hill, right? I, th I feel like we need a little more from George Hill. I feel like this is what we went out and got him for, right? To run that second unit. And there were some interesting lineups from Doc Rivers, but um, we, maybe we need a little bit more from George Hill, man. Maybe that's something we need to start talking about. But, um... Overall, the Hawks bench had two players that went off Gallinari and Herter. Trey Young was taken out of the game, and when you take him out, you're also taking out actually a guy like Clint Capella, right? Because he had a couple of uh, alley-oops. He's a lob threat, but other than that, Capella has no business on offense. He has no business guarding and beat either on defense, and um, we're just too much for the Hawks when we are on like this. Uh, the Sixers shot 46% from three. We shot... Um, we, we didn't do well again from the line, but overall, uh, we were just up too much near the end. They went to hack a Ben. Ben actually got benched twice in the fourth quarter because, one, uh, Doc didn't want him to keep getting fouled. And, you know, eventually we thought it might come to this. And the other time, it just seemed like he wanted an actual point guard on the floor, whether that was Shake or George Hill. Overall, he's going to have to keep hitting them free throws, man. He's going to have to keep hitting them. He went to the line once, missed both of them. So uh, we'll see what happens. But, you know... Again, the Sixers controlled this game with their pace and on the defensive side with their energy. Um, eight blocks, 10 steals. We assisted uh, 29 assists on 46 made shots. That's beautiful in my eyes. That's great basketball. And again, we, we made the shots from three. The Hawks only shot 36%. And uh, we were just running the tempo, man. We let, In game one, we played into the Hawks style of play. In game two, I felt like we controlled, the, we controlled the pace and we dominated the game. I feel like there was a burden lifted off our shoulders. It's 1-1. We have to win at least one of the next two. Both of them would be nice in ATL. 
and we'll see what happens, man. I know the Hawks are going to come back hungry. The Sixers have to keep up the same kind of intensity. Those are just my thoughts, man. What a night. Shout out to everybody, especially who was in the live stream as we were at the Wells Fargo. But give me all your thoughts down below in the comment section. What did you see from this game? What kind of adjustments are you looking for? Give me all your thoughts in the comment section. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. We'll be back on the play-by-play -play next game. You guys have a great one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.